0: Welcome to Elevated Consciousness. My name is Alessandro. I am the founder of Guided Light Healing. And it is my absolute pleasure to be your host for today's episode. Today's show is a topic that is very near and dear to my heart. And I have a feeling based on this audience This is going to make your heart sing as well. Today, we are going to discuss animals and everything that we need to know about them. This is all the information on why they were created, what their roles are in our lives, and essentially everything that Source wants us to know about them. This, my hope today is this episode ends up being sort of one of those feel good movies about a dog or a cat. And I know it's not super specific, but you know what I'm talking about. I just recently watched one of those movies about a month ago that I had seen a bunch of times the sort of the the poster for it, but I was like, nope, can't go there yet. Nope, not ready to feel like that. And sure enough, I, I watched it and I just was like, ah, I love, I love animals. I love our bond with them. And one of the obligations that I've always felt because animals, they are just so selfless. And we're going to talk about all this today, but they just keep coming back. To, to serve us and to make our lives better, that they need somebody to speak up on their behalf. And I realize there are a lot of people out there who, who are doing this right now, but to be able to essentially inform people how animals really tick down at, at, at their most core of core levels and what they want most out of everything and sort of their path on on throughout the, the existence of conscious expansion, this is going to be such an eye-opening thing. And I think maybe my hope is everyone runs out and either mm. befriends a wild animal, which is very possible. The more in tune, the more you increase your consciousness and your understanding and your intuition, the more that is likely to happen. I may or may not, some years ago, have befriended a squirrel (laughs) during the, the world's chaos. And just, it is amazing connecting with animals and wild animals. And like I said, you guys today, we are going to open up your consciousness, your understanding on a physical level, on a spiritual level and you are going to get this system in a way that is going to make you smile all the time. So, let's let's jump into this amazing amazing topic. First of all, this is such a big topic. There we could talk for probably a year long on all of the amazing things about animals how they are intuitive and how they're wise and and when i say they are wise they are 10 steps ahead of us and when i say smart all i have to say is i my my two co-pilots who are who are typically here romeo who is always here and you hear him in the background Mm. and then nala 50 percent of the time she likes to record she's more a of a, a live event live class pup she loves being around for that this is more romeo speed but as i was saying how smart they are romeo literally understands English so well, probably at a six-year-old level. I would say he knows maybe 1,100 plus words. And that's kind of an intuitive look into this little guy's brain. He He's one of the smartest pups I've ever been around, just human smart. And, you know, that might not mean a ton to you in this moment, but, you know, 1100 words of English and and some other languages that he's been around he gets it. Now, if you ask me, we're going to take away my intuition for a minute and ask me how many words do I understand in dog in three or four? <laughs> I mean, it is it is insane how smart they are, and I'm gonna tell you today, they are 10 steps ahead of us at all times. They are looking out for us at all times. Now, the first thing we need to understand about dogs is going to a spirit level. I I have this come up a lot, and people are always wondering, you know, I, over the years, one of the smart things I picked up on was as I had a client, I would always ask, whenever I had a client, I would ask, oh, so do you, do you have any dogs, cats, pets that you're really close with? As a matter of fact, I do. Tell me about them. And I could always get a window into a person's life and what exactly was going on. I will get into that in a few minutes, the exact, the exact process of this, but it was great because people just like they're really if they have kids they will talk your ears off about their kids and maybe because they want somebody to understand their pain but uh, all joking aside people are really proud of their kids and pets are kids as well and if you ask me is there any difference between kids and pets and when you is, is your conscious understanding of this universe grows everything when i say everything is equal nothing is greater or less than it is all equal and the the only delineation is the the level of consciousness and the greater the consciousness the greater of being of service that goes hand in hand with higher consciousness so just like we've talked about before how Human beings on a scale of consciousness can go anywhere from one, which really we we can't. We're kind of transitioning out of the body at like a, a sixty-eight or below. That's kind of the time we move on to to transitioning over to the other side. But typically, we we can we can essentially hold a consciousness anywhere from a one hundred, which is probably going to be sickness and disease for, I would say, 86% of the planet. And if you're in the 14% of the planet, you're going to be in rough shape at 100 consciousness and and frequency in the body. We we can go all the way up to 1,000 frequency. Now, so beings, we talked about this, that beings like Buddha, Krishna, Christ, they were actually bonafide 1000 frequency beings who were in human form and they did amazing things. Now, animals, it's really, really interesting. So going back to clients and everything else and clients to tell me about the animals and it would really, really help me to understand what my clients were going through and what they were going to be going through in their life and more on that in a few minutes. Animals are here to help us expand and grow our consciousness. That is first and foremost. This is wild animals. This is rare animals on the planet who maybe you just heard of. This is all animals on the planet. Then you may have these special encounters with wild animals. I remember one day I was, I think it was in Venice. And I was on my way to dinner or something like that. But I was with a, I was with a girlfriend at the time. And I literally, we had just parked. I look over and this is going to break my heart just in the middle of telling you this story, but I look over and I think it was, I want to say it was a three or four lane street. It was essentially a highway and really, really busy. And I, there, there was this pigeon who was literally stuck in the middle of this lane and it wasn't getting up it wasn't flying and it would take a step off the the dotted lines and then a card come whizzing by and it would step back in and and i it, it in terror i maybe watched this for five seconds before i reacted but it literally felt like about a minute and and everything inside my being was like this, this, this little creature is about to get run over. And I literally didn't even hesitate. I ran into traffic and I didn't know how this was going to go, but literally I reached down, picked it up and it, it didn't freak out. It literally was in a state of you saved my life and gratitude. And it changed me. It absolutely changed me that that this little this little creature just completely submitted, and this has a much more profound story than uh, on a soul shift and my soul journey and all that, and more on that later. But I remember I brought it over to the side of the, the side of the street where it was safe, and literally it just hung out for a good five minutes, and then literally started getting up, walking on my arms, sat on my shoulder for a while. My my girlfriend at the time was like, only you, something would happen. Something like this would happen too. It was great. And every once in a while it was cute. I got this thing in my arms. And then these pictures just connect me to this whole thing again. This story does and just my heart that that it was in a moment of of it could have lost its life just is heartbreaking. But at the same time, it just reminds me of my bond with animals and even insects now too. And just about all insects, there's one that I'm still working on. And (laughs) I'll tell you guys about that. But they animals are so selfless and every single position that they are in, they are in because of the expansion it will lead us towards. And I am going to go into that today because when you understand how selfless and what they are here for, you're gonna wanna surround yourself with them at all times. And and I think I've done, I feel like I live on a ranch and I'm not on a ranch yet. I have so many creatures I'm taking care of, both wild and domesticated. It's insane and even domestic, they're still wild. But anyway, first and foremost, Animals like us are here to grow and expand in consciousness. And I'm not going to forget about where I was going with this with clients. But they are here to grow and expand their consciousness. Now, their path is different from ours, though. In a way that they are here for us. Now, the way they expand in their consciousness is essentially by helping us. The more effective they get at shifting a human being's life, to opening up their eyes to new things, the more they do that, the more essentially soul conscious expansion they they achieve. And then literally every lifetime, depending on their consciousness and frequency, it dictates what form they come back as. So you will find that the the animals on this planet are at different frequencies and it's really fascinating to clock this and I've had I've had some opportunities over the years to like look at dolphins and and look at ducks and funny enough I had uh, ducks who every year would come and visit for a few years it, it was crazy and I remember a partner at the time was always like have babies here and I'm like I don't <laughs> I don't need anything else to clean up after because I love ducks but they you got to hose down the place when they leave the party every single time they they are like the food goes in and comes out but them too so they they are they are usually animals that are a little more skittish tend to be higher frequency there are exceptions to this but that's kind of one of the things that you'll realize that the more rare an animal is in sort of the more Uh, higher frequency they might be a little more skittish or stay offish and things like that not always intuition will be your best friend to figuring this out but with all this being said more on that later animals are here first and foremost to give in any way they can to help us to expand our consciousness to help us be more in tune to be more connected to be more like source would be in a physical body on this planet so if you think about source basically can be in touch with in tune with hear know, answer and all of that stuff all at once with not only the third realm, which this is, but all of the other realms, Source is in touch with, hears all that and can field those questions and keeps it all organized. We are Source in training. And each realm that we go through, we we expand a little bit more and we take on a little bit more of, of this thing that Source does, being in tune with and being able to essentially be responsible for and guide and nurture and help other other beings expand their consciousness. This is kind of the idea. And as we progress through the realms, what happens is, we are given more responsibility. So if you think about the fifth realm, it's sort of like being a mini source and there are beings who are dependent on us. And a lot of times, this is more of a dark forces topic, but a lot of times people here on this planet who are reaching out to the higher power that they think is source, they're actually connecting with beings from the fifth realm or in more dark force situations, being from, beings from the fourth realm who are answering as if they are source and granting, granting great things happening, and sometimes at a lot of cost depending on the being, but the idea is we are here to expand and grow through all of the realms, make our way back to the seventh realm, and know everything that source knows, essentially, okay? Okay. We will talk, like I said, more about that later on because it's about the little critters that it's everything today. So while that is our path, animals, they are here to, to essentially stay on that path of being of greater service, but being of greater service in each lifetime and through each form. And as they get more more knowledge and more mastery in that form, they progress on to other forms. So this is where it's really unique and really interesting where humans will progress through the seven realms through human bodies and human forms resembling source. Animals are different. Okay. So there was this whole, there was this whole idea and I can't tell you how many times doing events and things around the world, people always come up to me. And this is where my client's had come in, and when this always came up, the question would always be, you know, is this animal my my grandmother who passed away? Is it is it my partner? Is it my brother who showed up? This animal it feels so much like them; it must be them. And not having the intuitive gifts, I understand how that comes about. But the thing is is humans don't go from human form to animal form. And I know I might be breaking some hearts right now, but I'll explain what happens, what actually happens on a source science level. And it's going to feel just as amazing. And you're going to have a even more incredible appreciation for animals. But essentially humans stay in the human form and they progress through the system that way animals stay in the animal form and they progress through the system that way and they move up to different forms who can handle the different consciousnesses and it is really incredible so this idea they're here 100 to selflessly give and serve us and to help us expand that is their number one thing and that is how they they move up in the system through expanding consciousness and then. So, so what is it for animals after? Well, animals will go after and they'll become, their, their spectrum of evolving would be things like planets, things that inhabit and, and assist the, the spirits going through the system, if that makes sense. Things that are alive that contain and help more. So, so if you think about it that way, and you understand that animals are completely here for us it 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 becomes this amazing bond they're sort of like guides and guardian angels to us and it is incredible when you think about now the next part of this so animals unlike human beings are 100% at all times present okay this is really fascinating so especially dogs. For example, I, I have always had dogs. I think my whole life pretty much, but I think I got my first pup when I was about 16, 17, 17, I think his name was Brutus and man, he was a brindle pit bull. He looked like a peanut butter, swirl brownie and man, was he a handful, but he, caused me to grow so much on so many levels. And I will forever be grateful to him, just like I've been for all of my pups. So dogs in general, they are hyper, hyper present. And people have always been baffled at, okay, well, how can I be mad at my dog? And then 30 seconds later, five minutes later, he comes around, she comes around, and it's like nothing ever happened. That unconditional love, it's just it's a lot, right? It is something to aspire to do. How could they unconditionally love in that way? Well, one of the things that allows them to do that is their brains are built a little bit different than ours. And this is for most animals. And what it is is essentially animals. They are hyper, hyper hyper present because of all of the things they know. So, human beings it's a little bit tricky because we we rely on our memories our memories on a on a how we were created our memories serve a big purpose our memories serve the purpose of helping us to to stay out of danger number 1 to spot patterns and then also to spot patterns that lead to reward or food or things like that so we have these remarkable memories now one of the things that just devastated me because I used to pride myself on how good my memory was. And then in all my years of neuroscience, I remember the day pretty much that I was devastated when I found out that our memories on average, and then I confirmed this later on with with that scientifically precise intuition that our memories on average, are about 26 27% accurate. You might be falling out of your chair right now. That is some of the best memories you have. And that is because of how Source and We designed our physical bodies to work. And one of these days, I promise you, we will talk about that whole thing, and it is so perfect how it works. But anyway, our memories, they are horrible. We should never be witnesses. We should never testify. It is awful how bad our memories are. And I'm not talking like six months or six years later. I'm talking a day later. Our memories have changed so much from what the what we recorded the event as. So anyway, put that in your pocket for now. Now let's go back to animals. So animals, literally, and I've clocked most so many different animals that interact with us. Their memories go back about fifteen minutes, and then that's it. Everything that happens in that fifteen minutes, how they sort of interact and kind of hold um, places and time and and remember things. It more, the memory gets turned into an instinct, a knowing, and they don't necessarily know how it got there. It's just more of an instinct. And what this allows them to do that we can't do is it allows them to be completely present. And I learned this years ago when I started reading reading animals, just you learn to read humans, you learn to read energies, you can read everything. So when I started to read animals, it, it was fascinating because I, the second I realized this, I'm like, oh my gosh, they're so completely present that the things that we think are memories, they're instincts in them. And they don't they don't recall what happened last week or even an hour ago. And it's funny, science has caught on to this a little bit where they say puppies can only remember about five minutes. So don't ever tell your puppy it did something wrong. Out of a span of six minutes, I would say don't ever tell your puppy you did it did you did, right? <laughs> don't ever tell your puppy it did anything wrong, ever, because of the the episodes. So if this is your first episode because of the topic, welcome. If it is your first episode, going back to the episode we did on the law of focus is, is a huge reason why you do not want to tell your pups, you know, you did this wrong or whatever else. And how we communicate with animals is so wrong (laughs) is the word I'm thinking of and confusing to them. And they still love us. It's amazing. So animals, like I said, especially, especially dogs, cats too. They, they, they have these short, spans of memories and then it gets turned into knowing knowing an instinct and there's no sort of anchor points to it. They just know it. And it was kind of how my intuition started out years ago is people would ask me things and I would give them the answer or tell them information about it. They look at me and go, how the heck do you know that? (laughs) And I go, I don't know. I just know. And that was sort of kind of how animals work. They don't really know what they know. They just, sorry, they don't know what they know. It's so great. They don't know why really they know what they know. It's just a knowing within them. And it is based on their experiences, again, that turned into instincts. So, this is part of the brilliance of how animals are designed is that because they don't have the memory, they can show up and be present. Now, they don't have memories. So everything in this universe is imbalanced. So what do animals gain? Animals gain what I have spent my whole life to get and what I teach people all the time to be able to do, to see beyond to the physical. To be able to communicate with spirit selves, higher selves, ascended masters, all of the beings that our narrow vision cannot see. You see, animals are completely at all times in tune with that. They are constantly reading our creator fields. They are constantly in tune with higher selves, their higher selves, and they know exactly what they need to do to shift us into growth. So essentially, every animal and even every insect that is around you is here for your benefit. They are here for your expansion. So I really want you to take that in for a second and realize that everything you see from every pigeon to every ant, all of it. If they are here and you notice them or, or later on you you find their presence, they were here for you. And depending on what, what they are working on, where their consciousness is, they are helping you to expand and grow in ways to sometimes get angry and that puts you on path, sometimes to have sympathy, sometimes to rescue them. And feel the need to speak up on their behalf and to help them in ways that they can't help themselves, but they don't actually need to because it's us. If an animal is struggling, stuck or any of those things it has masterfully put itself in that position for us, for our experience to help us grow and expand. And when I tell you the system is so perfect in this way that they always have a plan, they are, uh, I would be under, estimating what they do they are at least 10 steps ahead of us at all times so it goes well beyond the all right so i speak four words in dog and they understand 1100 sometimes i think they say dogs typically understand around 800 not going intuitive off of this it's just what what uh where the science has been at and it's really fascinating So not only are they so much smarter that they can read us at all times, but they see our energies. They can see beings, they're, they're, they're knowing in their, their spectrum of being able to see things that we can't see. And I'm talking about consciousnesses. My, I remember my, I think it was my second dog that I had. Uh, Her name was Jezebel. She was incredible. Everybody loved her. And I remember one day I was in my place. I lived by myself. I think it was a one bedroom I had at that time. And she walked over the closet in this walk-in closet and just started growling at the closet. Now, the way intuition works and what I teach people to do, to not go crazy, You got to turn it on and off. That is the only way you will be able to survive in the world and not burn out, you know, to meet people and then to, you know, see the energies and they're carrying around brothers, sisters, mothers, heaviness and all that stuff. It'll take you down if you are taking in all of that data at all times. So you got to turn your intuition on and off and everybody can do this. And we teach how to do this. Back to my story. So I'm in bed. I look up and I hear a deep growl, <laughs> a deep getaway growl. And I was like, what the heck is going on here? And it it had never happened before. And then sure enough, I kind of flicked the switch, not in the room, but the intuitive switch. And I look in and I'm like, oh my gosh, there there is a, a negative energy there that is trying to come into the space and this is really common. We have to do another episode on this. We we didn't even get we didn't even scratch a tiny bit of the dark force hole and we're going to there are a lot of people out there who have the wrong information on this. We're going to get that cleared up soon, I promise you. We are I've aspired to create the world's greatest dark force programs. And people who have gone through those programs, have said there is nothing they've ever seen like it, nothing they've ever experienced like it. And their lives have been hundreds of times better than they ever thought they could. And all from the topic of dark forces will blow your mind how it will change your life. But again, if you go back, we did do an episode, sort of our intro first episode on why you need to understand dark forces because we're all passing around these energies. So back to my story so i i was blown away i was like oh my gosh this is so cool she's she's protecting the place keeping this energy at bay and it was respecting her and staying away and then i cleared it and moved back to life so each of my animals has taught me different things but they they see so much more and they they are constantly talking with our spirit selves our higher selves and they know what our agendas are where we need to be in months years and they have they have selflessly orchestrated, organized their whole lives before they were in the physical bodies and during so not only see human beings our higher selves, we organize all this before we get into the physical form. Animals are still doing it live in real time. I am just blown away by the level of conscious presence in in and being in tune. I I am floored all the time by that. So when you're dealing with an animal who, you know, let's face it, there are animals out there, bulldogs, some Frenchies who do not seem smart. It is an act. It is an act based on what we need in our life. And it is, it is so much more than that. They I I promise you there is not an animal or an insect that is not so many steps ahead of you. And they're being called into your life because of your creator field, because of what your higher self organized and is organizing right now at this time and place. Please take that in just for a second. Okay, so let's go deeper into that that rabbit hole, because I want you guys to really understand this. So there is the law of soul balance. And then that kind of splinters off into a bunch of different laws. And one of the laws that we're going to talk about in a moment is this law of soul balance. And then from there, the smaller, more specific law, the law of what we call mirrors, the law of reflections. So essentially what happens is whether you have an animal in your life or not, you'll, you'll attract wild animals, insects, or you may be inclined to have an animal companion, which after hearing this episode, you should run out and get one. If you are at all interested in conscious expansion and growth, you will grow 10 times faster with an animal companion or multiple animal companions. All my animals from bird to dinosaur, reptile, to dogs, to scorpion, all of it. They have all taught me so many things in my life. And I've had these massive conscious push throughs to greater understandings because of them. And and then when you get conscious about what they're doing and what their role is, your consciousness will take off like a rocket ship in so many ways. It's incredible. And literally I could feel like the welling up and the choking of these relationships. Now talking about sort of reflections and we have these crater fields, which we've talked about a little bit that at all times are, are organizing and shaping all matter. That's all situation all circumstance and all people in our lives. Now what also happens is animals are kind of a carbon copy of us in our energies. Well that's fascinating. What is that what does that turn into? What that means is they are carbon copies of our creator field. What that also means is they are carbon copies of what is going to happen to our physical bodies they are carbon copies of our emotional states and they are reflective mirrors to the things that we are out of balance with and struggling with now I'm kind of blowing by all that that stuff that we could talk about for months and some people often think when they hear this well what if I don't understand any of this you see That is how good they are. They still get us on our path. But if you start to understand and embark on a journey to to become masters of all this stuff, how you will grow and how they will expand and get points and get to move on to greater and greater life experiences and uh, conscious states because of that, it is a symbiotic relationship in, in the best ways. So let's start with the, the personalities because people don't realize this about animals. Okay, so the personalities, the, the traits, the, oh, they're not very smart or they are lazy or whatever it is. Here's the thing, and people, this is going to blow you away. And this is definitely with the ones typically that live with you. So the animal... Companions that are with you at all times, so like a dog, cat. Uh, I get even a hamster. This actually happened. I kid you not. In a uh, a live talk we did the other day, where a a person's hamster, their personality had changed, and the person was like, "Does this have anything to do with me?" And I was like, "Yes, it's because because of the shift you had at this place in time, and your personality changed to this." And they were floored. I was floored because this is the first time. I, I mean. I'm kind of a little sad right now, but this is the first time I've had to read a hamster. Except there's this other hamster I should have read, and I'm sure I don't. I'm not on social media almost ever, but there's this one famous. I say it's famous because I saw it, and if I saw it, it's got to be famous because um, because I miss everything. <laughs> There's this hamster that, I kid you not, I think it's a dwarf hamster. I had two as a kid. And this dwarf hamster would, I kid you not, it was like a Grand Canyon gap between the bed it was on and its cage. All right, in hamster, it's like 18 inches. And this little dwarf hamster just would jump like he was... uh, a, a kangaroo or something <laughs> like he could scale the Grand Canyon and literally he'd get an inch off of the bed and then he'd fall off and the owner thank goodness otherwise it, it would have been a whole thing but they're all that there are these massive comforters underneath and it was a little drop but no pain whatsoever I could tell you right now I can scan this guy totally fine and so what was going through that hamster's head that he thinks he could jump the Grand Canyon was highly reflective of the owner so anyway whatever you have whether it's a fish or anything whatever your personality is okay so whatever your your emotional state so I'll give you an example so going back to Brutus the my my first first dog that was actually mine who taught me a lot I I was around so many wolf and sheep's clothing situations predatory situations like situations that nobody should have to go through in their life. And because of all that stuff, I remember becoming more and more guarded throughout the years. And and it was part of my pendulum swing, being this really, really open kid to being super, super guarded, needing protection all the time. So I was very standoffish with people and I didn't even realize it. And nobody would ever say this to me, but there were parts of me that would just not allow myself to be exposed because people were going to hurt it. That was essentially it. And I think it was around 17, 18. And I remember, I remember my, my best friend around that time, a little bit older, like an older brother had shown up. And it was, it was the first time I really remember this. My dog would get between me and a loved one, whoever it was, and wouldn't let anyone come near me. And that was essentially how I was. There was a part of myself that was so guarded, didn't want anyone to let anyone near, but undetectable to the rest of the world. And that was the embodiment that my dog took on. Now, he did take on the other parts of my personality, like the funny things, like we used to laugh all the time and and, uh, I have some of the coolest, funniest stories And, and someday we'll talk about them. But... The thing that stood out most with him was he was letting me know that there was this piece of myself, this this inner disharmony, that I wasn't letting anyone see the best parts of myself. I wasn't letting anyone in. So he was acting that out at all times. Now, if I wasn't around, it was hilarious. Like I remember I lived in Miami for a bit. And I I'd known this about him, how protective he, he was. And then I, I remember I was coming home. I think it was maybe from work or something one day. And my, my door to my apartment was wide open. And this was back, I think I at a studio back then. My door was wide open. And, and I don't even remember. I, I think it was like he ended up in my place without me like going through the proper channels and all that they didn't know I had a dog yet. <laughs> And it was the, the building manager who I was friendly enough with, but not friendly enough if he had gotten mauled by my dog, <laughs> it wouldn't have been good. So anyway, but this was hilarious. So I, I was like, oh my gosh, there's people in my place and they were showing this place because I think it was getting ready to move out. That was part of the part of the thing. Again, memory's super inaccurate. know <laughs> my best here. But I'm pretty sure at least the idea of this is right. So, I, I run up to the second floor. It was sort of like a Melrose Place type scenario. Uh, those of you who may be getting this right now, like, oh, Melrose Place. Half the other people are like Googling Melrose Place. <laughs> so, anyway, I, I run up and I look in it and I'm like, oh my gosh, Brutus is gone. He's gone. Like, did, you, did, did, did anything run out? You know, try not to be like, whatever. So I, they're walking through the place and kind of on their way out. And then I look over and where's Brutus? He's hiding under a glass table. He looks like a statue. (laughs) The second he locks eyes with me, he like perks up, toughens up and comes running out and like takes charge and is like, what are you guys doing here? And yet they've been there for 20 minutes. But the second I walk in, he took on my energy. I was fascinated and didn't even understand at that time the whole thing because I was like nineteen. So he, uh, so he, animals. What they do is they. The first thing is, if you are happy-go-lucky and open to everyone, you will have an animal who is that. If there is a part of you that you feel like is not smart and who is just really helpless in the world. Your dog will take on that personality, your cat or your hamster, even, right? It's fascinating because they they become who we need them to be so we can get a a more than a window look at who we are, what we're where we are imbalanced. And and if we have a piece of ourself that we are hiding from the world, it's gonna be the same thing with them. So this first connection they have to us is essentially that who we are is who they will be so you might be looking right now at your animal and go no no no, no that is definitely not me i will tell you this right now the if they are bonded with you connected with you and this is a little more tricky if you got multiple people in the house but if you don't then it means they they are your person which means they're your mirror and they are showing you this. And these personality things that you struggle with in your animals and things that you love in your animals, they are 100% parts of yourself that you're seeing and where they frustrate you, where they aggravate you, where they're not okay with letting people in. It's your personality. Okay. This is scientifically provable. Like I will explain all of this to you at later points, but I want to give you this first glimpse today into animals, and and we we need ten episodes to talk about all of this stuff. But I want the first thing that you guys understand. So there's reflected things. So things that they do again are not by accident. All of it is planned because they are in tune with everything. They are talking to your higher self. They are so much more wise than us in a lot of ways. And but going back to this first, first connection with animals is the per the parts of your personality that you are hiding from yourself, they are going to in the loudest ways embody because their job is to help us evolve and if we are out of balance meaning like hiding from the world or don't trust ourselves or unpredictable or whatever it is and we feel like that's our worst part our animals are going to embody that until we change so and this is the great thing so some people are always like whoa Oh, did I mess up like I I, I rescued I adopted this animal while I'm going through these problems in my life like is do you, am I stuck with this forever? you're not And this is the the really really fascinating eye-opening, awesome, awesome part about having them as companions is I, I grow more and more every year. And it just it, it's like knowledge compounds. Same thing with with spiritual growth. When you start to grow and you take off, it's contagious and you grow and take off more. Well, in addition to that, if you are constantly embodying and integrating into your physical body, into your actions, your spiritual growth. Your personality is going to change and in my personality where a person may shift one or two times throughout a life, uh, real notable with older men in particular, they end up being you know, really mean and strict. Not all of them, just there's a certain type and then they get older and they are hilarious. They turn into comedians and they're amazing and they soften up. That's the personality change I'm talking about. Well, the more I've grown, the more I've expanded, the more I know, the more consciousness I've I've expanded to has completely changed my actions because everything I do, I integrate. I try to lead by example and everything I know, I integrate in my life. And I kid you not, I literally maybe every six months will go through a personality shift and not because I'm bipolar or any other yet to be uh, yet to be discovered personality thing it but because like I said I realized there is a better way that I want to be for myself and I do so I change and I've had my years where I'm really reserved and hold back from the world and then years where I'm all out there in the world and it has been fascinating to see that the the other co-pilot, Nala, who, the one who, if you guys haven't had your intro, it looks like it plucked her out of the sea. She looks like a, a seal, a baby seal who was rescued, and she's the cutest blue-nosed pit bull you will, you will see. Most people say, like, she turns people onto wanting dogs. She's helped me with my clients for years. So I always had this thing with her where I, she would kind of retreat, go do her own thing. She'd meditate, she'd do energy work a lot of times, but I wouldn't see her that much except for when it was time to teach, she would come out and she wanted to teach. And when I was doing healing sessions, she would come out and want to be around to do energy work and stuff on the clients. Not me at all, right? And then when when that was done, she'd go and retreat. And people were one of the slogans that guided late like healing for a long time was, I think it was hermit and training was one of them. <laughs> and, and 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 just being extracted from the world, and people were like, I just know one day. Alessandro, you were going to be gone. You were going to move to the most remote place in the world. You were going to be happier than you've ever been. And uh, I, I, that's going to be it. That's going to be it for our relationship and the friends and family, everything. <laughs> and then, so around that time, like I said, Nala, it would bother me. I'm like, oh, I wish you would be out and enjoying the world more and all. And, and really just interacting more nothing to do with me right again that piece of myself so there was something deep within inside me that wished i was more that way and nala was reflecting that and showing that on a daily basis and and i being caught up in you know building up the school and programs and and clients and everything else and public talks all of the things and then having the the sport hobbies that you could die in <laughs> I was pretty, pretty, I missed it a lot. And then I think it was one of my first shifts, really, really completely different shifts sh- since having her. She, I noticed within a day after my shift, she was a completely different dog and it, it blew me away. And this was, it was one of the things that blew open that whole world to me and, and going like, wow, they are Literally to the second who we are at all times. And if you would like your your companion to be different, you literally find it within yourself, make that shift, and they will be different. And I've seen Nala go through three different amazing personality changes. And the one where I stopped being a hermit and and in <laughs> disappearing from the world and embraced the 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 connecting with people and relationships and all this in my personal time. I when when I'm working with people, I, the more people the better. But when I'm not working on behalf of source and and light, I I am recharging and that's it. I'm to myself. And it's it's not meditation, but like people would call it meditation because I'm so Used to be withdrawn. And as soon as I hit this conscious expansion, I changed all of that, my philosophies on that for myself, not for other people. It all changed. And overnight, she changed. She went from hibernating in, she had her office, like she loved the recording studio, she'd go in there, she'd love the walk in closet, she would turn them into her places and she'd spend all her time there. So I, I made this shift and literally the next day where I, I did the, the Ollie Cinemark theaters, uh, in my house, these crazy sound systems that put a movie theater to shame. It was one of the things I loved watching movies with my loved ones. And she would, as soon as the movies came on, gone. And there was a very specific communication on that. But the the day i had it was within a few days i made the the shift in my in my core behavior and core self and my views literally movie goes on she walks over to the couch and walks up and and sits on the couch i was like wh- who are you and what have you done with my nala <laughs> and she was in she she wanted to be immersed and a part of the family that way and there was a part of me for a second that was like oh my gosh you did all of this for me and literally brought me to tears that she she did not partake in all of the family things that we do all the time except for the nature stuff you know she'd come out and be a different animal literally She gets to her nature self. She's great. I love camping. And when we go camping, she digs her holes and she lays in the holes and sunbathes all day like she would come alive. And same thing I would do when I get nature. And then I started bringing that into every part of my life. And boom, sure enough, she does. And she's around all the time now. And I was like, you sacrificed years of your life to show me this, to show me who I am. And, and the second I shifted, you gave up all that for me. And I was so, wow. I mean, emotional overwhelm, all of it. And, and that was where I was like, they are so selfless. They don't even hesitate and they will give up their life in order to give us a conscious shift. And that doesn't even do justice who they are and, and their, their, their role in our lives. So I, I There are so many different elements of this. I want to get into the reflective behavior stuff. I, but the personality thing is what most people don't understand. Them being 10 steps ahead of us, them being in tune and sort of more aware of what our higher selves and source, what the plans are for our lives and actively adjusting to those details that... For those of you guys who want the best relationships and to grow on a spiritual level and every level, quite frankly, it is through animal companionship. And they are the greatest gift that we have. And we need to understand that when I understood this about them, anywhere I go in the world, anytime I have a, a client or any of that, I bring up them and I, I make it my duty to to let people know that we are just scratching the surface of understanding how for us they are and how amazing they are. And, and I, I hope that today you're going to look at either your companions or the next animal you see, it melts your heart because they deserve it. And they are so selfless in here for us. And there's so much to talk about. I want to talk about, you know, what is it when people think that an animal is their loved one? I want to talk about all of that stuff. Like I said, we can talk for so long about this, but today... This is the the intro on this whole topic. And I think one of the most important things that we can first get into with them, I've got some of the most cool, hilarious, amazing stories. I want to talk about how they relate to sickness and disease with us because you're going to be blown away at what I tell you with that. There are so many areas that we're gonna get into. We will have to do a few episodes on this and they will be through the rotation. And, and look out for those, any of those and pass these on to people because I think every animal in the world needs to be understood at these levels and 10 times better. And I am going to do whatever I can to get this information out to you guys so that you can pass this on to people but we, we are 1% of what they actually do for us right now. And I can't wait to get into the later parts of this. But if you do have an animal around you, make sure to give them a huge, heartfelt, big hug and a thank you for who and what they're doing for you because they, they're here for you fully and they will do anything for you. And I mean anything and I've seen it all. Uh, from sickness to personality to all of it, it is all for our betterment and our expansion. All right, so I'm gonna I'm gonna hit the pause button on this part and let you guys sort of marinate with this and let this start to change you and to start to change your perception of how this world is just really built for us to make our way back home to source and and i think this is going to be you know one of those heart melting weeks i hope it is and i hope if if you don't have close relationships to animals that this is going to change everything for you and so much more to come on this so much more to be continued now the other thing we're all we're all out here working to shift the world and to bring about this this mythical heaven on earth state and to especially when the world needs it most to shift the consciousness of the planet we are doing everything we can to make these shows the highest frequency highest conscious shows and we could use your help in any capacity that you have to help get this show out to other people so that it can change their lives The coolest stories we get are people tell us all the time. They just recommended this show to somebody and they literally got a a heartfelt thank you. Like they themselves did all the work and changed somebody's life. This show has had the most remarkable impact, so much more than I ever could have hoped. It it is changing lives. And if you have a moment to just drop a, a, a hint of, hey, you should check out the show. I don't really want to tell you anything about it but it's changed my life. You should watch it or <laughs> moreover, listen to it and uh, and uh, and that's it. If you guys can help us get this out to everyone who who you want to have a better life, we we will be doing something very, very special together for source. So think about it. All right, you guys, this is, as you can probably tell, such an important episode to me. I I really, really hope that I at some point will will get you to this place or even beyond what I know and what I feel. Because again, they our animals, our companions, they deserve it. So with that being said. Again, as always, thank you guys for showing up. Thank you guys for the open hearts and just the willingness to learn to raise your consciousness and to take in new ideas every single show. It, it is such an honor. And I just want to say thank you guys. So with that being said, I want to wish you guys an amazing, amazing week and really really connect with those heart messages and really really connect as much as you can this week and allow your your understanding to shift and grow and you will be happy with what happens over this week all right you guys we will be back in about a week with another awesome episode I keep saying this, but it's true every time. Every new episode that we come up with, I'm like, oh my gosh, have we not done that? We gotta do that. We have so many great episodes in, in the pipe for you guys coming up. So I'll I will I'll feel you back in about a week. You guys have a beautiful rest of your day, evening, or night, whatever time it is for you. And I will I will connect with you guys soon my name is Alessandro. I am the founder of Guided Light Healing, and this was Elevated Consciousness. Take care.